0: If tomorrow all of this were gone The podcast and the fans And I had to start again With just the Michigan hat man I'd thank my awful teams For getting me here today Cause without them I wouldn't Experience this beautiful Pain And I'm proud To be a diehard fan Of absolute Trash teams And I won't forget The men who played Who gave that grief to me So I gladly stand up And leave the room more enraged, change the station, but there ain't no doubt, I love this pain, God bless Frustration Nation.
1: Welcome to
2: Frustration Nation, presented by Shoot Your Shot Sports.
0: We are the FN Podcast for FN fans of FN Sports teams. Every episode, we explore the heartbreak, horror, and humiliation of what it means to be a diehard fan. I'm your pessimistic host and Chicago fan, Furious George. I'm here with my miserable co-host and Detroit fan, Man in the Michigan Hat. Man in the Michigan Hat, what's going on today?
1: Throw your aviators on, feed your pet bald eagle, and load your semi-automatic rifle. It's time for some Mother Lincoln Freedom. America. America's right.
0: This is our Memorial Day episode. Uh, it's a little different than our normal episodes because it has a splash of America in it. Um <laughs> As you know, normally we're it's quite international, provocative, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um So, let's go ahead and get started with our vent sesh. All right. Um I'm going to start because mine involves Memorial Day. Um, nice. I was driving so so we went up to visit my grandpa, which spoiler alert, forget this right now listeners, but that's my silver lining. But we went up to northern Wisconsin to visit my grandpa. Boo. And my I you know, hey, my grandpa's really old and might die soon, I don't appreciate the looming. So. <laughs> wow, <that counts.
2: laughs>
0: <laughs> <All> I <right>. Okay. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. <laughs> yeah, I was I was going to watch I kind of wanted you to wallow in that awkward. <laughs> Did
1: <in>. you drive? <laughs> Did you drive through Green Bay or no? Did you no. have to? <laughs> no,
0: he's more west than, or yeah, he's more west than that. Is no, actually, west? he's doing great. He's doing great for Madison. for somebody who's eighty three or eighty two. He's he's doing well. So okay, um, <clears throat> you can feel a little bit better about that joke. Okay, good. but um, <laughs> so anyway, I, uh, we were driving home today, and. Uh, my wife was driving at one point, and these people in front of her, like, did one of those things where they turned their turn signal on, like, right before they need to turn and slowed down, like, only, like, right before they need to turn, yep. and they, like, both the driver and the passenger rolled down their windows, I think they shouted something, our windows were up so we couldn't hear, but they, like, both had their arms out, like, middle fingers up waving and stuff like they were super mad that she was like right on their tail but it's like you people just braked at the last possible moment and then put
1: your turn signal on not to let you know you're about to slow down but to let you know why they slowed down yeah because some people just don't understand the point of turn signals it's like one of my biggest pet peeves it's not to let you know after the fact oh by the way here's why i slammed my brakes on Right. It doesn't
0: help that this is northern Wisconsin where these toothless country bumpkin Packer fans yep. are the ones that are doing this. Um so that's my hey, they have a lot th-
1: going on in their lives right now with their sports teams, a lot of uncertainty. So I mean I would give them the benefit of the doubt. We know they're going through a rough time in Wisconsin right now.
0: <sighs> I don't care. My other <laughs> I, I also my Wisconsin people I also put as my event sesh here because hmm. obviously the Packers And the Brewers, whatever, on the Bucks, like, yeah, but, like, yeah, I just don't like their attitude, and I don't love that you go somewhere and you feel like, like, you go to a, a, you know, a local business, and you go in there, and you're like, everybody here seems way too familiar with each other, like if you know what I mean, and like, <laughs> we went, to, like, it's just like, I don't know if I feel totally comfortable here, but thanks for the pizza, um, I don't know, thanks, so yesterday, we went to, uh, we went to this pizza place, and it, it they actually do serve pretty good pizza, but the most Wisconsin thing ever happened, and that was my daughter, who's one and a half, was very cranky. And very hungry, so they literally, in a like little like condiment plastic cup, put in cheese curds. No, oh. a handful <laughs> of shredded cheese that they normally use on the pizza. <laughs> I just brought it out to her. So, like, bring the cheese. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all, all in Wisconsin, they just bring a bunch of cheeses to yeah. feed a one and a half year old. <laughs> He has
1: a yeah. You get a bad cut on your leg.
0: Pack it with cheese. Call the ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> Did you apply stitch it up with some pressure? Use yeah. Using the cheesecloth. Yeah.
1: I'm gonna su- prescribe you um a, a balm like a cream of nacho cheese. <laughs> apply three <laughs> no, times just a daily. No, cream cheese. There you go. They're right they're perfect apply with a butter knife three times daily yeah
0: <laughs> please make sure you regular if you want your hair to grow back please make sure you regularly shampoo mm. using cheddar soup <laughs> <laughs>
1: just broccoli cheddar cheese just running Yum. down your face yeah i do like but no
0: yeah so it, uh you know, i i do like visiting wisconsin but yeah I, whenever i'm there i always remember why i don't why I could never live there? part of it's because of the arrogant fans mm-hmm. part of it's because it's like the only state where all of the county roads and counties and everything are lettered, not numbered, so like oh really uh, turn huh. uh, turn right on county road k a what <laughs> <laughs>
1: I didn't know that. That's funny. Yeah. It's kind of like Ohio Uh, for me. Like I hate it because of the sports teams, but because you already have that view of it, when you visit it, it makes you notice all the bad things more. Yep.
0: (laughs) Which Ohio is just
1: objectively a terrible state.
0: Turn left on County Road ASS. All right. All right, cool. (laughs) Does Rogers live on this road? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, he lives on the, the intersection of County Road A S S and County Road H O L E. Yeah, right. <laughs> so his he his lives on the sign. Yeah. Right
1: now, I hear he's moving to the intersection of G O O D and B Y E. Packers fans.
0: <laughs> or uh, see, see, I heard it was just uh he his new address will be on on County Road G T F O H. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: on G E O P A. Wow, I can't even spell off the top of my head. C P A R A D Y Jeopardy. Oh well, that didn't J e o
0: p a r d y, p a r d y. Yeah, Jeopardy. Well, Did you say G e o? Wait, no. You said know G- J. G- <laughs> you said like G o p a. Jeopardy. gopper Jared. Goppery. Right. Joppa <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> anyway, another, yeah. So Wisconsin people, Wisconsin Knights, whatever they're called, is another hmm. pet peeve of mine. And one more thing re- regarding this. So, like, my in-laws, and where I'll be living here shortly, live in an area known as Michiana, where it's, like, right on the border of Michigan and Indiana. And so, like, they have the local Michiana weather, you you know, Michiana news, everything around there is referred to as Michiana. I hate it. Yep. I actually don't hate it, but I I have questions, okay? So then, as we're driving, so where my grandpa lives in Wisconsin, it's far west enough that it's actually pretty, it's only like an hour or two from St. Paul, so it's pretty close to Minnesota. Mm. Mm -hmm. So, I was hearing Wissota. Ew. Yeah. Wissota. So, my my question is, is why are there not, like, why are there not more states that do this, though? Because I was thinking of combinations, like, (laughs) like... What would it be, Wisconsin or Illinois? Wisconsin, and how do you decide which one goes first, Indiana or Illinois?
1: Yeah, why does it like Michiana instead of Indy again? <laughs> right, In, for that reason. <laughs> 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 or like, yeah, what was it, Minnesota, Wis, Wisoda? Yeah, why is it Minnesota, Wisconsin. or yeah, Minisconsin. Minnes- Minnes- <laughs> Minnes- <laughs> Minisconsin?
0: Miss Wisconsin or Wisconsin? Wait, Wisconsin. <laughs> Wisconsin. <again. laughs> <Right.
1: laughs> yeah. How do you decide which states you need? Like, does every state have a combination? I'm sure somebody's done it for every state. But see, and how do you decide of, which one goes first?
0: It depends on how many syllables. Because how are you going to combine Ohio and Iowa? <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> like Illinois. Illinois. <laughs> like what?
1: <laughs> Idaho.
0: <laughs> in yeah, in, oh, yeah. You'd, you'd have to do like indio yeah i could see that actually Indio, yeah. it sounds awful
1: i mean it does but so would anything with ohio being combined to it honestly
0: <laughs> so what about what Kentucky? about the southern border it'd be like indy tucky yeah <laughs> <Indie-tucky>. sounds about <laughs> right actually <laughs> for southern indiana <laughs> Give them the old indy Tucky. <laughs> Kentiana.
1: <laughs> that works, Kentiana.
0: So anyway, my outrage is how stupid those names are, and mm-hmm. why doesn't every bordering state have those? Because I think it'd be funny. That would be, yeah.
1: I feel like people who live close to the borders of all those states do <clears throat> probably do that, but some are more nationally recognized or referred to than others, I bet.
0: Like, Erizu, Mexico. <laughs>
1: arizona <laughs> new arizona <laughs>
0: huh. anyway yeah. so that's my fence sesh what's up with you
1: so mine um as we kind of i'll transition just briefly to talk about our sports teams the lions you overall say that
0: like we're not going to talk about sports on this episode
1: no we will this will just be the transition to that i guess okay. um but, but i don't know it's kind of we talked about this as we were planning the episode like there's not a lot of really relevant new news for our sports teams right now like i know we're in the middle of nba and NHL playoffs and we have uh the sons the adopted Canes. teams right but as far as detroit and well, chicago like
0: adopted children are
1: they're just not as loved obviously and we so. haven't
0: given them attention really and, <laughs> right.
1: and we're only in it for the money um, yeah. kind of like adoption right so exactly
0: like if it was our <laughs> if it was our firstborn yeah you better believe we're watching every single game Yep. But when it's your adopted, you're like, you know, hey.
1: Or if it's a team you've like disowned, which more on that later. Um it's yeah. a whole other dynamic. So Yeah. Um, but for the Lions, things have been so positive, which is rare for the Lions recently, that there hasn't really been anything to complain about for even the most pessimistic fans. Like, are you gonna complain because oh, we could have had uh
0: Justin the- Fields
1: yeah, I got seen people complain saying like the Lions should have drafted Devonta Smith or something, but like that's such a small portion of Lions fans who are unhappy with the draft or things like that that there hadn't really been much complaining. So because I mean, I would
0: argue that Penesuel is a um, I I would I would argue that he's a more critical foundational piece for a rebuilding team than a wide receiver.
1: I agree. You want to get the guy with a. Potentially longer. I mean, unless he's injured, but that could happen either. A guy with a longer career, hypothetically.
0: And in the era in football that we're in, every year it seems there's a deep receiver class.
1: Uh, Yeah, I agree. And if you're good at identifying talent, I would think you'd be easier to find that later. Like, right? Yeah.
0: And there's always bringing Calvin Johnson out of retirement.
1: (laughs) That's true. They did actually announce recently they're going to pay him the money, which was I don't know if you've heard like the Calvin Johnson curse Mm -hmm. and all that, like which all teams kind of have when a player leaves like in a bad way but people have said oh the lions have been bad which they've always kind of been bad so it's kind of a doesn't make sense but like oh the lions are cursed because calvin johnson retired and they ended up because of that they didn't have to pay him one of his bonuses and so they didn't um but fans said they should have just paid him like out of thankfulness for what he's done for the team and all that so basically long story short the new front office and everybody they're yeah they're gonna give him his money i guess which isn't a big deal but some people have talked about it anyway um so finally battered lions fan syndrome like whatever you want to call it where they've been so we've been so bad for so long you want you almost want them to mess up so you have something to complain about if that makes sense i mean i think i feel like bears fans sees a lot of similar stuff like there's a segment of bears fans who are waiting for fields to fail even though they're bears fans Just so that they can say, see, I was right. You know, kind of like I feel like there's always that really pessimistic side of sports teams that have struggled. And the Lions having struggled way more even than the Bears in their history. Like, I feel there's this segment that just wants to say same old Lions. They're just waiting, even though it's a whole new front office, just waiting for the first sign of something they don't like so they can jump in with same old Lions.
0: Can I guess? Can I guess what they don't like? Yep, do they not like watching offensive linemen throwing um to wide receivers or whatever? <laughs> no, I didn't
1: see that. Was that a clip that came out or something?
0: Yeah, there was a clip from Lions OTAs or whatever, uh in Campbell oh, had like I a bunch of offensive this. linemen throwing. Cuz Somebody other, was like,
1: right? "Oh, maybe he could uh, like on a trick play or something which is dumb but yeah
0: when people were joking at one there was i think it was a lions fan that put out a joke that like at least penny sewell throws better than justin fields or something like that oh, a bunch geez. of bears fans got <laughs> mad and oh whatever. i'm sure yeah it's <laughs> funny
1: um but no this one so Sewell came out he was just like any rookie who's drafted highly they're going to talk a lot about him during the offseason he's going to do a lot of interviews all that so they asked him just how it's going in the off season and um here's just a couple quotes it's a video um interview but he says they ask him how is it the transition been from left tackle which he played in college at oregon to right tackle um so he said here's first quote it's not that easy next quote man it's a whole different level uh just basically saying it's been a challenge to transition to that new position obviously like He's in the NFL no matter if even if you play the same position, it's going to be a difficult transition because you're going to a whole new level of sports, right? So some fans, though, rather than seeing that and thinking like anybody with a functioning brain would, yeah, I'm sure it is like something a lot to learn. But he seems like a guy who's up to the challenge, like. That, I don't know how you could take anything more than that from what he said, but there's a lot of fans saying only the lions would draft the top wide receiver in the class and then immediately expect him to change positions. It's like the top all, lineman. Yeah. The, and it's like, so I remember you said bears fans were kind of upset by that with, uh, Dependent. their offensive lineman too. Like you're going to really draft him and expect him. Cause right now we have Taylor Decker as left tackle who, Uh, pro football focus just came out with their rankings and all that, like by all accounts, he's a top 10, 15 tackle in the league, a left tackle at least. So it's like, he's just been signed to like a five or six year extension. You're not going to ask him to move at this point. And if the guy you just drafted is any good. And you already knew you had your left tackle spot locked down. You should have been evaluating him to see: is do we think he can make the transition to right tackle? You probably even talked to him about it before you drafted him. So
0: it's also freaking May. Like, the right. dude has all summer to work on shifting over to that position.
2: And,
1: and if he said, "Oh, it's this, easy," it would. I actually just wouldn't believe him. Like, <laughs>
0: yeah. Know. And this whole argument that you're bringing up, th- this whole issue, I it's it's like a total like, trigger in in my mind, because this is exactly the same thing Bears fans were complaining about with Tevin Jenkins, like, why, you know, why are you making a move to left tackle? Just let him move, like... Because that's what we
1: need, like... And in theory, wouldn't right tackle be easier to play than left tackle? Because you're not worried about the blind spot as much and everything.
0: Correct. And, like... I don't play football, okay? But I feel like people make it sound like they're switching from playing right tackle to playing quarterback or like <laughs> Fr- something or even more drastic like playing going from like playing left tackle to playing to cornerback kicker or okay. something, right? Like yeah. Yeah. Like they're going from one offensive line position to the other and I know that maybe they'll have strengths in different positions than the than the other, but mm-hmm. overall I would think that you could put an offensive lineman almost at any spot on the offensive line and they would succeed if they are good. Yeah.
1: Um, Like you said, maybe their strengths would be, Oh, he just doesn't get as good of a drive and he's not as good of a run blocker at the tackle as he would be a guard or something like his strengths are more getting that initial push. So he's really good at, at in the inside. Like you there's things well, like maybe, that, but I don't think he's going to drastically fall off by moving him, you know.
0: Maybe Penny Sewell's strength is the right side, but it hasn't been explored yet. Like, right. Have people considered that? No. Yeah. Maybe he people- went to the
1: left side, which he played right in in uh in high school. He went to the left. I don't know why he did. Maybe it's because that's what Oregon needed. Maybe that yeah. he had to make that move at some point. Or maybe he <laughs> went to the left side because normally if you play on the left side and you're a left guard or left tackle, you get paid more than on the right side. Yeah. Like, who knows why he'd made the transition, but he's already transitioned once. If he's an NFL caliber offensive lineman and he's young and has all this upside,
0: which you drafted him seventh overall. Right. So he better be.
1: If he's not able to make that transition, you should have never drafted him that high. Yeah. So I, I don't understand why. I think it is just Lions fans want something to be upset about because so many of them have almost been like on edge not having something to complain about. Cause like I've never went this long without saying same old lions, like give me something I can complain about, you know, like there's just, and that's the thing I hate the most about the lions fan base. I get it. Like they've been so bad for so long. I understand why people are pessimistic, but I have several people I'm friends with or follow on social media who they default to that right away. Like, Oh, same old lions. Look at the lions again. It's just like, as a lions fan, I get where you're coming from, but it's so frustrating
0: it, partly because sounds,
1: they're always end up being right but also it sounds like
0: it sounds like stockholm syndrome sort of yeah it's, and like, it's like i can't you're I, not even I a fall fan in love at with that point. the bad lines i can't fall in love with them if they change like yeah
1: yeah because it's like you've grown so accustomed to that it's almost become part of who you are it's like oh this i'm a lions fan i make fun of them every week like <laughs> it's like that's what you associate with the lions and yeah. you're so You're so trapped in that mindset, you can't even appreciate the good things they do and just give it a chance. You know,
0: I feel like in the fall and the winter, Mondays in Detroit have to be especially horrible.
1: Right, it is. But what (laughs) what has happened is a lot of fans now like joke about it, or like we found a new way to lionize this game, or like you know all that stuff. That now it they've like it's kind of like Stockholm syndrome, like you said. It's like it's becoming a coping mechanism. So now. They almost don't know what to do, not having something to complain about. And so, like, once the season starts, we're going to not be a great team. We're going to lose games. But then those same fans are going to come out and say, see, look, same old Lions, no changes, still losing games, and not have that bigger picture view of like what a rebuild means and all that. You know, like the, the, fan, so the me, Lions fans are just a very, very frustrating part of being a Lions fan, you know?
0: So, so let me throw this out at you because this was in a. This was a Chicago Cubs documentary that was done. And -hmm. it was done after the 2015 season. So this is the year before they win the World Series. But it was the first year under Joe Madden, with a lot of sign of promise. And there was a whole – the whole thing – I remember like the way it concluded. It was basically saying the Cubs as a franchise, as a fan base for forever – have identified with being the quote unquote lovable losers. Mm -hmm. And the whole reason they have such a big fan base, the reason everybody's united is because everybody knows that the Cubs suck and everybody go can go to Wrigley and just have a smashing good time, not having to worry about who's going to win or lose because you already know who's going to lose. Right? Like is that kind of And if they win, then it's a cherry on top. Mm -hmm. And the question they posed at the end of the documentary was What happens to the franchise and to the fan base if the Cubs eventually win? Yeah. And the answer basically was they're going to have these high expectations because ever since 2016, the expectation is they're going to be in the World Series again. Yeah. They haven't. So people feel like they've fallen short. Well, any other era of Cubs baseball you look at, <laughs> right. never have they been in that far in the playoffs. 15, 16, 17, 18. They missed in 19, and then they were in the playoffs again in 20. So that's five out of six years in that mm-hmm. span that you were in the playoffs. And f- uh, three – wait, four, 15, 16, 17 – yeah, three out of those six years, you advance past the first round. And these and days, no
1: matter how good your team is, you just don't see any teams winning, like, three out of five years or anything in baseball. Exactly. Like, the, who was the last one? Probably, like, the Giants, right? San Francisco Giants right. kind of did that.
0: But as a result, I mean, you've become – basically their point was once they've reached this level of success, the fans are going to expect more, and the ex- the understanding of the Cubs as the lovable losers is gone forever. Like – Hmm. they are now a it's a new thing and basically the documentary is posting posing the question is that something cubs fans are willing are ready to embrace like you might think you want to win now but after you win is that something you want to do and i remember thinking it's such a stupid question why would you like obviously you want to mm-hmm. win like there is a certain level where yes there is kind of a unity that's brought about about being losers and it's kind of fun kind of funny you can joke about it like you can have just just enjoy the game and not have to worry about again who's winning or losing. Right. But you are an idiot if you don't think winning is always better. So I agree. For all the Lions yeah. fans, I guess what I'm saying is the whole thing where there is Stockholm syndrome with the same old Lions people. That is going to be an idea like when the Lions get to maybe it's this regime, maybe it's not. But at some point in the future, when they get a regime that that is at least repeatedly in the playoff picture Mm -hmm. and winning playoff games they are going to need to very much um, readjust their expectations and it might shake them up to a point where they're almost uncomfortable because that's what's happened to some Cubs fans
1: well even like the Blackhawks are interesting right because they went like a a real dynasty like one of the better dynasties we've seen in in recent hockey history Um, but it was kind of short-lived has now like ended pretty quickly um, and it's like now like the, they're not good and it's like they weren't good before. But now the expectations are higher now that you've tasted that success. Right. Yeah. And so or like Michigan football. There's tons of teams that win four games a year and they're completely OK with that. Like, I don't know, like Central Michigan or like a school like that, you know, like. But if you're a higher profile team who's had success in the past and that's expected of you not only like are you expected to do more like you almost hate the team more when they don't live up to that you know like because it's like if you go to a toledo football game nobody's there with like about to freak out if they lose the game you know right so no it's a good point it's interesting um yeah i agree with you like it's better to succeed and just have the losses hurt even more like nothing hurt as bad as like yeah, Michigan losing in the national championship game to Villanova, or the Lo- the Tigers losing in the World Series, the Red Wings losing Game Seven of the Penguins. But like, would I trade that for now? Like, none of those teams—not Michigan basketball, but like for these uh, my pro teams—like not even sniffing the playoffs. Give me like a crushing overtime finals loss any day of the week. <laughs> you know, at least yeah. you have something to care about.
0: Yeah, well, at least there's relevancy. You have something to look forward to in the future if you are mm-hmm. stuck like again you like you said it's it's a new regime and they're already saying same old lions yeah like give them a shot see what they can do um, for sure yep but yeah so I mean honestly listeners that's about it that we have like covering our teams I have a little tidbit later um, we have another thing later we'll kind of touch on some teams with but um, basically there's just not tons going on news wise in sports so this is gonna be a shorter episode. Um, we're gonna jump right into our segments, which we have a few for you today instead of just one. <clears throat> we are gonna do f and idiot, we're gonna do draft days. we're gonna do F and hypotheticals and as always our silver lining. But before we jump into all of that, this will be a nice early ad break for you where you get to listen to our piratey anchor ad and then there's also, of course, our favorite um, Sponsor that rhymes with oince bet points bet um points bet is the fastest growing um sports book in america and you want to get in on the action because they have a lot of fun and convenient ways to play and remember it is an entertainment um it is a piece of entertainment that you pay for, okay? Or as Man of the Michigan Hat, you refer to it as an entertainment tax. Is that what you call it? hmm Yep. Which makes it sound not fun. So <laughs> don't listen to It's that. an optional
1: don't... entertainment tax, I guess.
0: <laughs> you don't use the word tax, okay?
1: Entertainment tax. boost or something like that. There you go. Enhancer or whatever, yeah.
0: Because you can... Ooh, enhancer. En- you can entertainment pay... enhancement. Like, it's like a premium package, okay? You can pay oh, yeah. for premium packages. You can also pay taxes, but one sounds way more exciting than the other. So betting on sports is an it's like entertainment plus, okay? If you are already entertained by sports but you want that added benefit of being entertained in an extra way and also are rationally stressed out about other things, then you should join PointsBet. And right now it's valid in Illinois, Iowa, and New Jersey, okay? And right now if you sign up with our code FRUSTRATE, F-R-U-S-T-R-A-T-E you get a deposit match anywhere from $50 to 250 Okay. So if you put in $50, you get $100 of free bets and that works all the way up to 250 You put in $250, you get $500 of free bets. Like that is awesome. Okay. So please, please, please make sure that you sign up today using our code. Again, that's in Illinois, Iowa, and New Jersey. Okay. You can play along with us um, the scorecast. it's been kind of iffy lately. We've all had some very busy schedules. Um, that's our other show we usually do on Wednesdays. Like I said, sports has been kind of just quiet. We're about to foyer, you know we have NBA NHL playoffs, but then we just have baseball. Um, but especially as we get closer to football season, definitely be following up with us on our points bet and everything because you're gonna want to play along with us. Um, especially man the michigan hat he had a really good record last season for football so you'll want to keep up with him um but yeah so this is void where prohibited you must be 21 or older to play and if you have a gambling problem please call 1-800-GAMBLER for crisis counseling and referral services and now the anchor ad all right and we are back and let's jump right into our fn idiot so uh, I'm gonna start if you're cool with that. Yep. Um, so my "an idiot" is something that was a pretty viral video, um, and I I still I didn't I don't really watch mm-hmm. Sports Center anymore, but I kind of wonder if it was on the top ten or the not top ten because you could see it <laughs> f- both ways. But this is the Javier Baez play is what I'm gonna call it. The Javier Baez versus the Pittsburgh Pirates play where it's basically a ground out to third mm-hmm. let me explain because if you haven't seen this video pause the episode
1: you, and go watch it first to begin
0: with i was gonna say you might live under a rock but yeah yes you should go watch it so let me ex- try to explain it the best i can basically there's two outs runner on second. wilson Contreras is on second javier Baez at the plate oh to count high fastball swings at it typically a strikeout but makes hard contact pulls the ball to third base Um, obviously you have Contreras running on contact because two outs third baseman fields the ball throws to first um, to presumably get the last out well it pulls the first baseman Will Craig off of the bag by like four four steps or so five steps okay so it's significant way off the bag and Javier Baez, on his way to first, stops short of where Will Craig is, waiting for him in the baseline, and he starts running back towards home, like he's getting caught in a pickle or run down, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. So Will Craig chases him back towards home plate, and as he's doing this, Contreras, being an alert runner, runs from third and scores at home. Mm-hmm. And Will Craig throws the ball late to the catcher, and so Contreras scores. Baez takes off to first, and the catcher throws the ball down. The second baseman is now covering first base, and it's a low throw, and the second baseman can't get a glove on it. The ball goes into right field. Javier Baez takes off and goes to second, um, and then they're, who's covering? I think it's the shortstop covering mm-hmm. second. The right fielder throws the ball to the shortstop. Again, a low throw. Shortstop can't get a glove on it. Ball goes past him to the third baseman. Third baseman uh, Javier Baez stayed at second on the play, but yeah. I thought he was, was going
1: when it, <laughs> I saw the play live. I, it was great.
0: So it's basically a, 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 t, a little league double, but right. um, there's a lot of. So I'm I'm obviously a Cubs fan, right? And mm-hmm. I enjoy it. I loved it. I think it was. Right. It really was. Um. I have a hard time calling it brilliant base running by Baez. I think it was brilliant base running by Wilson Contreras. Mm, um, mm-hmm. Baez, the brilliance is just keeping a play alive because right. anything Not can Not
1: running happen. into the out, right. Yeah. Well, what's interesting too, I believe, I, I don't know if it matters that the run crosses the plate before he got out. But at that point, if he had thrown down to first and gets the out that run still doesn't count right
0: correct the force out would nullify so that. i mean so, so let me Baez like stops part.
1: to give the safe sign so that could have been really dumb because that yeah. might have been what cost him from being safe at first you know correct so um, yeah i agree
0: so let me just kind of clarify some things here so i'm doing f an idiot on the pirates Okay. Of course, yeah. There are three main people I'd like to target on the Pirates. So, okay. obviously, number one, everyone points to Will Craig, the first baseman. I feel really bad for him because I feel like he's going to become Chris Conte to <laughs> yeah. Pirates fans. Yeah. Like, if you're a Bears fan, you know what I'm talking about. Right. Chris Conte, honestly, a pretty decent safety, has one atrocious play against the Packers on. An offsides call, so it's a free play. And Packers hits Randall Cobb. Packers advance to the playoffs, beating the Bears at Soldier Field. And Chris Conti absolutely blew his assignment.
1: When I Google Chris Conti, first result stiff arm. Is there like one specific stiff arm he's known for? Second I'm result was blown sure. coverage.
0: The blown <laughs> coverage is the main thing. But anyway, I feel bad for Will Craig because I think Pittsburgh fans are always going to look at him like Chris Conti. Or probably like how Red Sox fans probably view Bill Buckner. Um, Mm. But anyway, um, so obviously, Will Craig, you got the ball. If he's not going to run into your tag, then you just need to go back to the base and touch the base and end the play. Right? right? Yep. Um, The second person I'd like to target is the catcher. The catcher Mm -hmm. had had the ball, and Baez was at the plate announcing the safe signal yeah he had all the time in the world to th- make a good throw to the yeah. second baseman covering first and get the force out and nullify the run but he didn't he rushed the throw and it went into right field and Byers was safe therefore making the run count then the third person I like to target is the third baseman and i don't think the third baseman's been getting enough flack for hmm. this because he's the reason that this all started in the first place in my opinion the third baseman is the one that makes a wild Uh-oh. throw that yep. the first baseman gets pulled off the bag into the runner baseline to catch. And if throws him off his makes game clean, mentally and all yeah, that. If yeah, if the third baseman makes a clean throw to his chest, Will Craig is standing on first, like every first baseman does. It's an out and nobody thinks anything of it. Mm-hmm. But he pulls him off, which allows opens the door for Baez to do something weird. And Cause this is where error. you do have to give right. Baez credit. I understand people are saying it's really the Pirates are stupid. Not that bias, It's not that Baez is good. Here's the one thing you have to give Baez credit for. Baez used basically, I would call it playful baseball and also creativity to, again, provide um, an opportunity for the play to be extended. Mm-hmm. Because anytime you can extend a play... It can create opportunities that maybe you didn't see before. Yep. And by extending the play, it allowed Contreras to score, causing more confusion at home. And you mm-hmm. can tell Baez confused the entire Pirates defense. Right. All anybody needed. All will all the Pirates needed was after Will Craig was like joke playfully joking with Baez somebody just needed to yell at him go step on first
1: which any like decent high school coaches would yell in it to his teammate or to his team in that situation yeah. like
0: so i don't know if the teammates were just quiet why wasn't the dugout shouting at him i mean yeah he, he's he's playing on the first base side so it'd be the visitors dugout i don't really know but <laughs> yeah. will craig and the pirates are a dumpster fire they are my effing idiot um but yeah, I do want to make sure I do give proper credit to Baez because people are haters. And I will just say, people are like, well, it wasn't that Baez did anything. It was the Pirates are bad. Yes, but mm-hmm. how many other people have you seen do that? Nobody. No, that's
1: still like just intuitive base running by future Tiger Javi um, <laughs> Baez. <laughs> no, it, it is good. Like The times you you see that kind of... Intuitiveness normally is if you're on first and somebody's grounding into a potential double play, like right for some reason, right at one of the middle infielders, and instead of like the second baseman, and he's trying to tag you to get the first out, and you just don't run it basically, don't run into the out, like force yep. him to come to you to tag you, and then maybe that stops him from getting the force at first. You know, like yep. there's times when it you see that play out normally, not running from <laughs> the batter's box to first. But, I mean, credit to him. Like you said, you just do something weird. The, it Basically, the the first baseman, what he should be doing before the play starts, which I do anytime I've played baseball, is, okay, I'll tell myself, and usually I try to be the vocal infielder who says, two outs, play has got to be here. Or, like, force is here, step on a bag. Like, you've got to be thinking to yourself at any level, but especially if you're an MLB player, like, all right, two outs, play is at me play has got to be at one on the bag you know like well, and then you should be prepared if this is off the bag i can touch the bag to get the out but you get in a routine you're used to getting good throws at first at that level and you don't think about it ground ball i'm on the bag throws to me like you just you cause an opportunity for a mental error which yep. that's where i give bias credit
0: and bias in that instance had nothing to lose it's already two outs exactly it yep. was a ground it was a grounder that in any other time is a forced out so you know he's extending the play does bias know the rule book front and back does he know if this is even legal i doubt it right because could knows the, the ump have
1: it. like called him out just for giving himself up maybe but then he's no worse off anyway so yeah you so might like, as well do this and <laughs> right yeah.
0: yeah So i mean because even because the worst thing that could happen is that you're called out and then okay the inning ends anyway <laughs> right. and nobody cares yep like that's so no, case scenario. Is, I wouldn't take it away
1: from bias for that at all. I think that's Yeah, a to smart add player.
0: insult to injury. Um, the very next pitch, I think it was Jock Peterson hit a single and bias. Brought himself. in bias, right? <laughs> yeah. So
1: it ended up costing them more than just the one run, even. Yeah, so. two
0: runs. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy no that's um, a good
1: play yeah it was it's just entertaining to watch and it's one of those ones where uh my we had like a city league softball game after that and i heard like four or five different people having conversations about that because it was the same day so it's like stuff like that is just fun when it happens every wild. year there's a few things like this and it's just it's fun because it makes everybody just go crazy over it like, yep yeah well, yeah, I see good.
0: what you've written on our doc for your effing idiot, and I think it's very appropriate. So NBA
1: fans saying. are my effing idiots. Specifically, it's been Celtics fans, but really, I guess I'm talking about any NBA fan who thinks it's okay to inject themselves into the event. Like, you'd think like maybe as a Pistons fan, I'd have a soft spot, malice at the Palace. I love like when fans are crazy. That no, that's terrible. Like, I'm a passionate sports fan. All like trash players. And I still think I have enough self-awareness and human decency that if I'm at a game, I'm not going to fully dissociate and forget that these are human beings. Like, it's just to me that seems like just you're a huge scumbag if you do that. If you ever think it's okay to throw things at players. Like, as much as I hate Aaron Rodgers, if I was at Ford Field, Aaron Rodgers just threw that hail mary after the bs face mask i'm like the most upset i've ever been as a fan the thought's not going to cross my mind i should try to throw a beer bottle at him as he walks down the tunnel like if you if your brain works that way there's something wrong with you like any nba fan who thinks that they're part of the event just because you bought a ticket and i can throw popcorn at russell westbrook or i can throw a water bottle at Kyrie irving or even honestly chanting like f this player that's kind of messed up like, <laughs> it is. I, like, hockey, I kind of like this just because it's a tradition. But, like, after a goalie struggling, the slow chant of their name, it's just like, I that's don't know, man. Like, though. that's kind of, like, more I playful maybe than, like, just blatant F you. But even that oh, kind of feels strange. Like, I don't know. I, I think it's great to be a fan. It's great to boo the other team. I don't have any problem with that. But if you're basically any chanting, honestly, like sometimes I think it maybe goes a little too far, but for like, if you're using racial slurs, that's an obviously an issue too. But like where I'm definitely going to say you're an idiot is anytime you're throwing anything at players, like grow up, especially in today's day and age where this is a safety issue of like players trying to get involved with fans and all this stuff. Like, it's not about you. Like I don't care that you spent four hundred dollars on courtside tickets. This game is not about you. There's millions of people watching this from home who don't want to deal with your BS. And now all the stuff that has to be in the news, as far as like this player has come out, right. This player has come out and said they hate playing in this arena because of the fans. And then now are there going to be safety issues? Do we have it's to like
0: always Boston, by the way
1: it is right. And like, we just got the, fans back I, at full capacity. Yeah. Can we not try to do things that risk messing that up again? Like
0: yep. that. <laughs> and like going like, C- to keep expanding that, there's you know, in I, who the uh, Padres are playing like the Giants and there was a big fight. White yep. Sox playing the Cardinals, there was a big fight in Astros, the stands. Padres, there was like people party. keep joking like, oh, fans are back, like it's official. Fans are back, but it's like seriously, we just got like I think COVID has caused people to not understand how to be around other people anymore. Yeah, does like, everyone
1: forget social norms at this point? Like,
0: yeah, it's weird. Um,
1: I've been so used to screaming at Kyrie Irving on my TV for the past year in quarantine I forgot I thought that was okay to do like I don't know what it is
0: I have a couple things so one probably the most traumatic thing I can remember from my fandom in terms of fans getting more involved than they should be um, especially in terms of harassment is the Steve Bartman play yeah yep um, and that's
1: fan on fan violence
0: <laughs> exactly um but if you've seen yeah the, if you've seen the aftermath of it or if you've seen the 30 for 30 catching hell um man all you see are fa- like fans buying like a new beer then walking by where bartman is and just throwing the whole beer on him and like Jeez. all sort like Everything, anything people had, they were throwing at him or throwing in his direction, and that's what's even crazier. Is it's like you're not even, even you're not even close to him, and you're throwing stuff. And you're imagine being the, hitting, p- the poor person who people. has
1: this ticket behind him, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> right. Um, yeah, it's I just remember a bunch of
0: trash on yeah. the warning track, like all sorts of crazy stuff. And then that you have like Bills fans throwing dildos on the field. You have <laughs> right. um, like. I know it's a joke, but like seriously. And then no, I it was is. at a, yeah, I was at a Bulls Heat playoff game. Oh yeah, the only yeah. playoff game I've ever attended. And yep. this was uh, D Rose at like the height of his powers. It might have been his MVP season, actually. This is the Eastern Conference Finals. This yep. is Game Five. The Bulls are down three to one in the series. Um, LeBron's at the free throw line in like the second quarter, from behind me somebody yells hey lebron your mom's a crack whore <laughs> and <it was> just, <laughs> i know it's Jeez. and we're in the nosebleeds too it's like dude you're wasting your breath but it's and uh, i know you're laughing right. and like it is funny but it's like it's
1: just so like bizarre that someone would think that like he's at the free throw line what should i say right <laughs> oh man and like it firstly are you wanting him to hear you or secondly, are you just think it's gonna all the other fans around you are gonna think it's funny? Like, what's what what's your goal? Because when people down like courtside seats say things like that, they they know that the player can hear them, and they yep. still think that that's an okay thing to say. Like, yep, yeah,
0: but but yeah, I I totally agree with you. It's it's a hundred percent unacceptable, and I I think there are certain things like I think it is I think it's funny to. Like, I, mean, I don't know funny uh, it, it, I think it's competitive As a fan To chant the goalie's name Right like, But that's
1: not like You're not slandering them Or like I don't know It even rubbed, something rubs Something just rubs me The wrong way about like F this player Like just kind of bothers yeah. me But like if you're just Saying their
0: name It's not like Especially when they have a good two-syllable name like Crawford, yeah, Howard. Howard, right? Yeah, it's harder to do like Bobrovsky, Bobrovsky. <laughs>
1: yeah, but part of it too is because that's done, has at least used to be done so much in hockey. It's not like a personal thing, you know. It's just right. a goalie struggling, and that's what you do, you know. Um,
0: or like it'd be funny. Like to me, I think it'd be funny if like next season. Uh, like the lakers are at the united center lebron's at the free throw line and somebody shouts like space jam 2 sucked lebron <laughs> like
1: right if, if it's kind of almost like good natured or like sarcastic or funny or like maybe a player is really struggling and you do mvp chances, like something like yeah. that i could yeah. see something like that just being funnier but there's never a a way you can sarcastically and good naturedly throw a beer bottle at someone, you know, like that's always not cool. So yeah, that's my effing idiot. People who forget as much as we care about sports, people forget that it is just a sport. Even when you're in an arena face to face with that person, you still forget that they're a person like, yeah, I don't know how you can be that big of an idiot. So
0: well, yeah. let's move on to our next segment, which is draft days. So, remember, this is all Memorial Day themed. So, with this draft day, since Memorial Day is usually when everybody's firing up their grill for the first time, or it, maybe they, you fired it up a few times, but now you're like serious, like you're grilling every night kind of thing. It's mm-hmm. kind of the Memorial Day is kind of like the ringing in of summer, right? Summer kind of runs from Memorial Day through Labor Day. Um, so, here we are. It is summer. It's Memorial Day, and it's time to grill. So, for our draft here today, we are going to be selecting our top five hamburger toppings.
1: This is going to be interesting. All right. So, couple flip a couple questions. Okay. Let's do that real quick first though. Uh, uh, no, let's flip the coin first. I'll, when we get to this, I'll ask. We'll need some like clarifications along the way. So. All right. Like what defines a topping? Or... Well,
0: I would say topping or condiment.
1: So, oh, I'll just ask now then. Is cheese one or are we just assuming you would add cheese to this?
0: No, cheese would be a top... uh, That's why I did not say cheeseburger, I said hamburger.
1: Okay, so, but you would specify specifically this kind of cheese or whatever, right? If you wanted a cheese? Sure. (laughs) Okay, because if you take a cheese, I want to still be able to take a cheese.
0: What if I just take all cheese?
1: (laughs) I'd take cheese, right? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah, I guess. Okay, heads or tails, you can call it.
0: Um you know what they say heads gets you to bed
1: is that what they say Ah. (laughs) well it's tails so i don't know if that's good (laughs) or not (laughs) um i'll go first i'm trying to think of what i'm gonna start with okay the other thing i'm gonna say like listeners i hope you like a lot of these things at this for this one though i don't really care about winning as much and like i'm gonna go with mustard or like stuff that are classics for burgers, like pickles. I don't like pickles, so I'm not going to draft them. I know they most people would draft them as a top 10 thing, probably, just because they're so common. I'm going to be taking things that might be a little weirder, but things that I actually want. Like, I don't like onions on my burger, so I'm not going to take them. But, yeah, we'll get into some maybe weirder things. So, um, let me start. What were you going to say?
0: We'll get into some freaky, weird things.
1: Freaky. Um I'm gonna go with firstly tomato. Oh, um, interesting. This isn't the most important thing um, no, on a burger to me, <laughs> uh, um, but I'm gonna put it on there because I think it can. I, it's it's one of the things I'm gonna pick that will be taken sooner. I think, um, and it's something that like especially as we're getting into the summer, you can have a burger with all kinds of different toppings. But if you want it to be like a fresh. Like summer outdoor burger, like crisp lettuce and like a juicy tomato are two things. Like, yeah, if you have one of those two, you're off to a good start. So, hmm. yeah, I'm gonna start with tomato, bacon. That's a good one, real good. Next, um, <laughs> I'm no, gonna go. No explanation needed. No, none needed. Right. Um, I don't want to go lettuce now after just going bacon, or after just going a another vegetable. I'm gonna go. I'm going to say mayo. All right. As far as condiments go, maybe not the most popular or common, but I think it's one of the better ones.
0: What a white boy. I'm going to (laughs) go pulled pork.
1: Dang. I was going to go with that at some point. That's a good one. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to go with another protein one that, I mean, it's tons of places use this, but I don't know how many people like it. I'm going to go egg.
0: the hangover burger is usually what it's called i think
1: yeah or like a sunrise rise and shine like there's different names for it but yeah i really like like a fried egg on
0: Hmm. burger all right i'm gonna go with haystack onions which are basically Mm. like onion onion onion
1: straws or whatever Yeah, yeah that's a good one i was thinking it's i like brisket pulled pork but it's like similar to pulled pork um
0: you're just mad that I took it.
1: I know, because I was planning to get that earlier. Yeah. Um. So this one, it's... You I'm chose
0: still... <laughs> mayo over that. <laughs> yeah, you're right, I did. <laughs>
1: um, I'm going to go... Okay, so you can use this when you're actually making the burger, Um, which is different, but I would even be okay with adding afterwards a little bit of Worcestershire sauce.
0: Mm. Mm, interesting.
1: I think I spelled that right. Let's see what spell check says.
0: It's not right at all. Nope. <laughs> all right. Worcestershire.
1: Worcestershire.
0: By, yeah, by the way, listeners, it's spelled W-O-R-C-E-S-T-E-R-S-H-I-R-E. Use that Wait, let me go code. back and Sign see. up to get a deposit <laughs> match. Here's how <laughs> I, here's I spelled our, it. Use our promo code Worcestershire. <laughs> right.
1: I spelled it W-O-R-S-T-E-R-C-H-I-R-E.
0: Worcestershire. <laughs>
1: Orchester Shire,
0: yeah, like the shire. <laughs> all right, all right. We are going to go with barbecue sauce.
1: Mm, that's good, especially if you've got pulled pork already
0: and bacon. I'm oh, telling you, I'm, it's hard I'm to beat on that a combination. specific burger right okay, now. Okay,
1: so you're actually planning all these on the same burger.
0: That's. Right.
1: Okay, mine, which i that's probably a better way to do it. Mine, I'm just listing separate topics I think are are good on burgers, but I would not want a tomato with mayo and Worcestershire and an egg all on the same burger. So I went a little different direction, I guess.
0: (laughs) By the way, okay, real quick, I just want to clarify too. When I say barbecue sauce, what I'm thinking here is I'm a big fan personally of the... I would call it a thinner, textured barbecue sauce. Often hmm. that is used in restaurants, not usually what's in a bottle. I do like bottled barbecue sauce, um, but so I more like... more like a
1: liquid than a, like a yes, paste it's, it's or It's more of
0: almost like a dressing sort of. It's usually a... I think they usually just mix it with a little bit of oil. Mm-hmm. Sometimes an Italian dressing or an oil-based dressing. Vinegar something, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they'll put that in the barbecue sauce. I like that kind of barbecue sauce, and... I either like you lean into the honey barbecue, so get me a nice sweet barbecue, or I like the hot barbecue. Like, give me a a hot one, or sometimes a combination.
1: Those places are the best. Like, if you get, like, the craft barbecue, where it, like, comes out like a thick, like, paste almost, like, I like, I don't have a problem with having that kind of barbecue sauce, but I do like it better. You go to, like, an actual barbecue place with, like, the clear, thin nozzle squirt bottles where it actually is, like, an oil more. Oh, dude. Yep.
0: There was this barbecue place that used to be right by me. I, they closed from the because of the pandemic. I was so mad. Rest in peace. I loved that place. And I would go there, and they had this thing called the JD's Burger, because the place was called JD's. And that's yeah. basically the burger I'm building right now in this draft days. It's and,
1: hard to beat a barbecue burger.
0: dude. So... First, I would order that, and I would my side. I would order their Cajun fries. Oh. I would I would sit down. I would take I, I'd take off the pretzel bun, and I would take their Chipotle barbecue sauce. That's thin, like the way I described it. I would just baptize that thing. Oh. It was so. G- and then and then when I'm done with the burger, I would baptize my Cajun fries oh. with Chipotle barbecue sauce.
1: My table's raising a little off the ground right now, <laughs> I'm sitting here. And that place oh, is barbecue closed. is so good. I'd hate it. That sucks. You should have done your part more and kept them in business. You should have went there every day. Uh,
0: Aaron, That's the problem. Aaron, you never know a place Aaron is going to go out of but doesn't business. get up for it as much as I do. Like, I yeah. am like. Oh.
1: I wish you would like more places that were about to go out of business would let people know there was a place near our house that somehow it got out on facebook that they were struggling and thinking about closing and the next day the line was like down the road and so That's what, if p- more places would let you know hey we're on our last legs i feel like that p- companies would abuse that though like especially during the pandemic but right exactly there was um like mcdonald's a really good donut shop
0: <laughs> near us like a local donut shop i i think i'm a big fan uh there's i've yeah. had better donuts but they're really good um dunkin donuts especially their <laughs> especially their red velvet donuts those are really good um but i do think people should dunkers
1: sub- should support local whenever possible like stuff like oh, that yeah. like you just can't replace like a good local barbecue place or a mexican place or chinese yeah. like it's just yeah <laughs> you can cream. get a panda express in next door but it's like it's just not the same as losing your local place
0: like but so this, this Spunky Dunkers, they posted back in – I don't remember when it was, but they posted back a while ago, back when it was cold out, that they were going to have to close. Mm-hmm. And so it's freezing cold out, They and they have a super – it's one of those donut shops that's, like, super small building space. Yeah. And so, like, social distancing-wise, they could only have, like, two customers in the building at a time. Wow. So, like, they just have this huge line in the freezing cold, people buying all sorts of donuts – and the like news that's awesome went, to me yeah that's but yeah the news came to like say oh this all happened through social media and everything mm-hmm. so i got news publicity and on the news interview this one lady said like not only were they getting all this business but they had some people coming in with donations like she said this one lady oh, came wow. in and bought a dozen donuts for eight hundred dollars jeez
1: like that's just cool. Like that's the kind of stuff. That, yeah. The silver lining, good stories that come out of the pandemic. It's just unfortunate when places you really like it doesn't play out that way. And maybe yeah. they were struggling already, but yeah. So with
0: that being said, listeners, we're about to close this podcast. So um, if you can <laughs> donate yeah, we'll, to our we'll fund to keep our, the lights on, that would be. We'll plug very our Patreon
1: important. and our yeah. uh, Venmo and all that at the end, and even one dollar. <laughs> might be what keeps our show (laughs) afloat.
0: Anyway. All right, so. (laughs) Well, with that being
1: said, I think I'm getting destroyed in this draft, so I'm going to give it another. (laughs) Like, I'm going to go ahead and concede. Like, you came into this with a better game plan. You had a draft strategy with specific needs you wanted to meet. I just went all willy-nilly throwing out tomato, mayo, eggs, Worcestershire. Like, I've already lost this
0: draft. Yours is way easier to do, like, if you're actually having a cookout in your backyard, like mayo, yeah. tomato, even fried egg, easier to do. It's harder if you're having a group of people over or even just your family to have bacon, pulled pork, haystack onions. Okay. Like, yep. it, but the is- end
1: product is without a doubt. <laughs> <Better>. <laughs> <laughs> Depends but how they, much you like the friends you're having over, I guess.
0: I think it's interesting that you add more, you would add more Worcestershire sauce on top of your burger after it's been cooked
1: only if it doesn't have a lot of other toppings like if i do that i'm not also doing ketchup or mayo or anything like that's more if i just have like maybe just a cheese a tomato and lettuce and then that's my only like sauce or liquid or whatever now do
0: you usually do ketchup and mayo
1: if i do one or the other i would prefer to do both yeah i wouldn't do mustard and mayo though you don't like
0: mustard right
1: I'll do it, but not a lot, and uh, I don't know. Yeah, it depends. I'll do
0: it, but not a lot. <laughs> Life Sounds motto. No, I, yeah, I'm I not do, a huge mustard fan, though. I do mayo, ketchup, and mustard usually. Okay. If there's barbecue sauce available, usually I do that. Mm-hmm. Steak sauce is good, too. Sometimes I order that from Five Guys. Um, oh,
1: yeah. That is good. Is There's A1, or which sauce is it?
0: I think they use A1 steak sauce, yeah. Yeah.
1: All right. But it is your choice. Do you have a, f-
0: a fifth topping?
1: Yeah. I'm going to go. I'm trying to think, like, what exactly this would be. I'm going to say just garlic. Okay. But I don't know if it's, like, it's not garlic cloves or anything like that. It's not garlic powder. Um, But, like, I've been to places where it's, like, a garlic like burger. Garlic. Maybe, but it's, like, garlic, just, like, little bits of garlic, but it's well- not.
0: A lot of places like that make like a garlic... I was actually going to suggest this. Like Like garlic salt or something. Garlic aioli, usually. Yeah, maybe like, yeah. The best... A lot of the really good burgers have some sort of aioli that's on them. And like, again, yours... Most of your toppings are things people have in their home and they're easily accessible and things people would could easily add to their burger on a regular backyard barbecue. Mm-hmm. But if you're in a, if you're at a restaurant, yeah. I'm upgrading from mayo to an aioli of some sort, whether you mix in yeah, garlic, okay. you do some other something or other with
1: that. Yeah, garlic. Yeah, so I'm just going to put garlic because I've also been to places that have like maybe even on the bun, like garlic salt and oh yeah. butter all over it and it's just like a garlic salted butter thing is like so i'm just gonna put garlic because it doesn't need to be specifically aioli or something but any kind of garlic flavor i think if it's done right takes a burger to the next level
0: and it keeps away the vampires true yeah it does
1: so how are you gonna you've got this like specific burger you've built Mm -hmm. what's the final piece in this
0: well first of all Thank you for leaving every cheese on the board for me. Yeah,
1: I did. After that whole thing of cheese, I ended up not even taking yeah. one. <laughs>
0: um, so you have to have cheese with this. Like, Okay, normally, okay. look, normally this burger, the way I'd want to finish it, it's so a bacon, pulled pork, haystack onions, barbecue sauce. I would like to have a tomato slice on there, so obviously you mm. have that. I would mm. like to have a slice of lettuce, or usually shredded lettuce. I would like to have oh, yep, yep. a couple um pickle chips on there okay Um, i think i know where you're going okay (laughs) but i i need i you need you have to have cheese okay you have to so we're just gonna end with a nice sharp cheddar and you're gonna slice
1: or are you doing like a liquid
0: cheese no a slice a sliced cheese um i i'm a big 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 fan of pepper jack cheese on a burger agreed and i would normally go in that direction but the barbecue burgers i find are best with a cheddar cheese on it so Mm -hmm. i'm ending with a cheddar cheese here like i said normally i would also add a you know shredded lettuce pickled chips and tomato slice to finish that off on a pretzel bun if possible if not a brioche (sighs) bun would would do Jeez.
1: okay so what are your thoughts i i agree shredded My lettuce is watering i agree shredded lettuce is the move here i'm not a fan of this food but because if you're in the barbecue realm uh-huh. what are your thoughts on swapping shredded lettuce for like a coleslaw
0: that would uh, yeah
1: have you I, had that before or i know
0: i don't know if i've had that on a burger but i mean you're I still getting
1: similar to lettuce mayo no, no. you know like it's all stuff that yeah, can be so on you burger. actually
0: get a little bit of a Aioli-ish flair right. there because you have the creaminess of the coleslaw. I would—I mean—I don't think I've had that. As, with I think that burger. would work
1: really well on a barbecue burger, but I don't like coleslaw really so. I do like to
0: put coleslaw with my pulled pork. Like, if I'm having a pulled pork sandwich, I do like to put coleslaw with it because it gives that extra crunch. Mm -hmm. And so I would be very willing and interested to replace lettuce with And with the
1: haystack onions, like, you get a double crunch there. Like, that might be a good texture thing. So, I don't know. Just
0: a thought I had. Some other honorable mentions for me, not necessarily with this burger, but just in general. So, one's pepper jack cheese, sauteed mushrooms, sauteed Mm -hmm. onions. Um and I also raw onions, I really like onions, so all of that I, I like be, the haystack
1: like onions, but I can't do the raw onions. It's just overpowering for me
0: now, have you ever had a good Mexican themed burger?
1: So are you talking like avocado so, and things like that, or yeah
0: so a lot of them will have either sliced avocado pico or de gallo, have maybe. guacamole spread on there mm-hmm. sometimes they'll have pico de gallo. Instead of a sliced tomato, they'll have pico de gallo on there. Mm. Um, Those are toppings, and then Mm. they'll usually have a pepper jack cheese. Um, I've seen some – I haven't had this, but I've seen some places before will make a uh, cheeseburger quesadilla. Oh, I've
1: seen those, yeah.
0: Yeah, so they'll do that. You could even do,
1: instead of like haystack onions, like tortilla strips or something maybe. people do that, yeah.
0: The best Mexican burger, though, Mexican-themed burger that I've had is at this local bar up here by us. We ordered, we've ordered, we ordered them a few times during the pandemic. I'm going to shout them out. Local business. They're great. It's called Reps. R-E-P apostrophe S. Reps place. Hmm. And they have... I think it's called the El Jefe Burger. The patty... It, now, the only unfortunate thing here is if you're somebody that loves to have pink in your burger, you cannot get it with this, and I'll explain why in a second. Uh, the patty yeah. is half ground beef, half chorizo sausage.
1: Holy crap.
0: And the chorizo is why they have to cook it all the way through. Yeah. So your bur- you get a, I would say, medium well burger. That's not bad. But... You get the benefit of half ground beef, half chorizo, Hmm. and then you get like guac and pico de gallo and pepper jack on top of that.
1: Well, I like a little pink in my burger normally, but actually I've heard burgers, like steaks, it's fine, but burgers you are supposed to cook all the way through just because bacteria and stuff is different for burgers. I don't know if that's true or not, but I've heard people say you're actually supposed to cook them all the way through. Not that it's going to kill you or anything. but You're also
0: not supposed to eat raw cookie dough
1: that's true and yeah is um, life really worth living if you can't eat raw cookie dough exactly to be honest uh
0: so that leads me to my my last few questions i wanted to talk to you about all right really the last question is how if you're at a restaurant and you order a burger how do you like your burger cooked what do you tell that waitress or waiter
1: i mean if i know the place well enough really what i'm looking for is a medium well but most places i go to overcook slightly from what you say so i normally just tell them medium but I don't want to get it and have it be more pink than I wanted. So really it depends how well I know the place. Um, I would probably just say medium, but
0: I yeah. usually go medium. Sometimes if I'm feeling like I don't mind spending a large portion of my evening in the bathroom, I'll go <laughs> medium rare <laughs> on a burger. Wow. I I have on a burger gone medium. Is rare. it
1: dark? Is it like more red than pink at that point? Or is it just pink for a bigger portion of it? I guess. I mean, it's um, never going to be like raw steak, like dark red, because it's just not like that if it's ground beef.
0: but No, it, it is a bigger portion of it, but the main reason I've... And I did it more when I was younger. I've gone away from medium rare burgers a lot. Like, as an mm-hmm. adult, I pretty much just do medium. Yeah. Um, and part of the reason is because a medium rare burger, because it's ground beef, it falls apart really easily. And... I don't mm. like that. That's kind of annoying. So, That's interesting.
1: Yeah, it doesn't hold its structural integrity yeah. as well, especially if you've got tons of toppings on it. You're already dealing with a mess if you don't do it right. So,
0: next next burger related question: best fast food burger?
1: Does okay depends how you define fast food. Like is Five Guys fast food? They don't have a drive through. That's like not a fast food. Drive it's like a burger. moderate cha- moderate speed chain. Well, let's call it drive through burger. Best drive through burger is. Culver's
0: okay I would agree with you there
1: because I would put five guys above it but I don't think that's fast food
0: Culver's is I their butter burger especially I always get the bacon butter burger deluxe mm-hmm. so good
1: I uh, yeah I don't know if that's beatable on a fast food <clears throat> well level. let's
0: go to a, like a lesser rung than that so like take out Culver's and Portillo's so now we're like, looking like
1: Burger King McDonald's these kind of ones
0: Wendy's yeah um Hardee's what the, Yeah. White Castle. White Castle.
1: <laughs> I'm going to go, this is just personal preference, Burger King. Same. Yes. Yeah, it's just like, okay, I have you ever had the Rodeo King burger that they used oh, to have? Oh, that's delicious. Holy crap. It's, <laughs> so it's like a mayo kind of sauce on there, but it's not mayo. I don't know what it is. And I wouldn't say it's an aioli. It's Burger a King. Chipotle mayo? <laughs> But it's like something. Yeah. <laughs> you know what it was it was like some it's like almost like a i, I don't know, know but like a sour I mean, cream mayo kind of thing don't, i don't
0: know what it was i don't care but. if anyone wants to come and complain to me oh i that- forgot the best topping for a burger dang it I'll
1: onion rings i mean haystack onions are similar but an onion ring is yeah. the best topping you can have on a burger
0: well a couple things at burger king i've noticed recently if i go there at least one by me they'll ask like, if I order a Whopper, they'll ask if you want cheese on it. The answer is, duh. Obviously. Yes, I want cheese Don't on even it. do ask me that. The, yeah. The next <laughs> question is, um, would you like bacon and jalapenos on it? And I also Obviously. say, yes. Yeah. And I cannot express to you, like, jalapenos are fine on some burgers. There's something about them on a Whopper. Hmm. It is so good. And but let me just say, I know there's going to be people saying, don't you know that the whole flame grill thing is fake and it's not actually <laughs> right. like how it works and I don't oh, care
1: the- if it's a placebo effect I taste the difference. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. I don't care I don't care if the flavor is fake too. I don't care how they come up with it. Yeah. I don't care if it's riddled with cancer. I, I don't, like yeah. it. I don't Maybe. care if
1: it's a design they paint on the burger and they just spray it with like flame flavor in whatever it is tastes good so piss off
0: (laughs) (laughs) exactly and you're and like really people who are like that you're really going to tell me that wendy's and mcdonald's is that much better
1: mcdonald's definitely isn't right
0: like for me if i'm ranking burgers it goes burger king wendy's Wendy's, mcdonald's McDonald's. agreed and i like mcdonald's but like it's not good compared to the other ones
1: no and even after they like made it better because they have better beef now, which I actually notice a difference. It's still just not as yeah, good as the much. others. So, yeah. yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, we're p- pretty much on the same page. I, um
0: I freaking the Rodeo King was whew. so good.
1: How do you order your burger at <laughs> Burger King? Medium, well, medium. <laughs> I don't think I've ever been asked how no, I, I like my burger done. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what they'd even say if you asked them. Can you cook they it? They'd probably medium? just
0: say. Have it your way. <laughs> right.
1: Can you imagine <laughs> the the repercussions of having a medium rare burger with jalapenos on it? Can <laughs> you imagine having the repercussions Just of having a medium rare fast food burger? Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's... I
0: mean, think about especially a McDonald's burger patty. Those things are so thin, they wouldn't even be able to cook it at all. It'd be like maybe a little halo of it still have ice in cooked cooked the middle. beef.
1: Right? <laughs> Just don't fully defrost it, please. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> that thing would run through you like Usain Bolt. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that and hey, the you bring up that reminds yeah. me. I'm still <laughs> proud to say that I have never once had White Castle or Long John Silver's. I yeah,
1: that's a actually like I, that raises my opinion of you for sure. Thank you. Yeah, I've White Castle. I've been through the drive-through because for some reason Hannah likes it and yeah. I've actually made a point of whenever I do I won't order and I'll like have peanut butter when I get home or something um, and then unfortunately I've had long johns and yeah you it's you lose the, a little bit of self-respect when you eat there like yeah. I, I struggle to look at myself in the mirror for the next few days every time I've had long johns it's just like how did you get to this point where you thought this was an acceptable thing to put into your body <laughs> It's just uh yeah.
0: And so have you had a White Castle slider?
1: No. Okay. I, maybe when I was a kid, but not that I can remember.
0: So I was just curious.
1: I mean, it's one of those foods where it's like I'm I can ner- make these so much better at home, and I know that's true of most fast food, but a slider, I'm just like I don't know. Slide I'm right through me.
0: Because like normal burgers make me have to poop. Like Oh yeah. And then this thing make- is
1: Defcon 5. <laughs> level nine on the toilet splatter ranking like you're pablo picasso in the toilet bowl after you have one of these
0: wouldn't that be more jackson pollock yeah right a
1: pollock painting on the on the inside of the toilet yeah yeah
0: picasso's like shapes i don't know if i'm that artistic with my poop
1: (laughs) yeah oh man didn't you pay attention in art class not really not really i actually took a college level art class and still didn't learn anything about art
0: (laughs) I took the art class at college art, that we were required to art take.
1: history or whatever. Yeah, class was a joke.
0: It was a joke. <laughs> I anyway. took it during
1: the summer just so I didn't have to sit in the lectures. <laughs> took it online.
0: Um, let's we have one more segment to get through, so let's let's finish up draft days by reading through our burgers again.
1: Mm -hmm. and again please listeners i know i lost this draft (laughs) but at least give me the mercy of not assuming i want all these things on the same burger these are just separate toppings i like tomato mayo egg worcestershire garlic honorable mention is onion rings
0: nice um i had on here a specific burger that i would like to assemble right now and put in my mouth is bacon pulled pork haystack onions or onion rings. Oh wow. Barbecue sauce, sharp cheddar. <sighs> and my honorable mentions would be dill pickle slices. Sometimes you uh, can put bread and butter or if it's not too crazy huh. a sweet pickle, but I prefer dill. Um I would like a tomato slice. I know man Michigan hat had that. Um lettuce is fine. My other honorable mention would be pepper jack cheese. Was there anything else? Oh, and sautéed mushrooms. I said sautéed mushrooms.
1: Sorry. Yeah, I'm not huge on mushrooms either, but I also like burgers too, where you have multiple cheeses. Like, which find some that work well together. Like maybe yep. one sliced cheese and one liquid cheese. Yep. Or maybe oh, one shredded cheese and one sliced cheese, or something. One
0: more Whopper question: Do you go uh-huh. single, double, or triple?
1: I don't know if I've ever had a triple, but I always would go at least double.
0: What do you mean that you? I've never had a triple, I'll go at least double? That no, I just mean double. like
1: now that I know there's a triple, maybe I okay. would go triple sometime, but I would never don't, go single. I would wait, always go a double, But and I might consider a triple, but I've never done it just because I didn't know they had
0: one. Don't they have triple?
1: I mean, maybe. I don't know. If a place has a triple, if a place goes up to a triple, I'm almost always going to get a double. I might occasionally get the triple, and I'm never getting the single.
0: Triple whopper. It says it's a thing.
1: I'm sure it probably is. Can you get a Our triple Whopper sandwich?
0: Features three quarter pound savory flame grilled <laughs> beef patties.
1: <So> is a <laughs> normal Whopper patty pounds. a quarter pound? Yeah. Don't they have one that's third pound patties? I thought. Maybe. Can I get three third pound <laughs> Whopper patties?
0: One pound but, Whopper. That'd be awesome. Um, i I always go, I always go double unless I'm driving. If I'm driving, I just go single because the du- i the, i always much, have yeah. a problem with the double it always falls apart on me yeah um if i'm sitting down to eat i'll get the double but from driving i get the single
1: one of my most shameful moments which at the time was awesome is i got like a pack of half pound burgers a 6 pack and i made them at home and i ate 3 pounds of worth of burgers all with buns nice <laughs> it in was one awesome. night awesome yeah nice <laughs> i think i did all three double cheeseburgers so i Each one was a pound total of burger, and I had three of them. It was awesome.
0: Wow. (laughs) That is awesome. I thought you were going to tell a shameful story.
1: (laughs) That was only like a year ago, and I already can't do that anymore. So (laughs) it
0: took a lot out of me. One time – here's a fast food story. One time I – so one time I went to Chipotle. Mm Mm-hmm. And the line took way longer than I expected. And I had to get somewhere. Mm. So, yes, I ate my burrito while I was driving. Nice. Ate Chipotle burrito while I was driving. That's an
1: accomplishment, honestly.
0: There was sauce everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Salsa and sour cream oh, and guac man. just Cause all over Because once those my shirt, things. All over my pants. Yeah. And yep. I had to go like go somewhere that wasn't home. Mm. So Ugh. I had to... Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, it's it's one of those things you always wonder, maybe this will be the time it works, but with those burritos, even if you like get it double wrapped or something, the second you have a structural damage on the end you're yep. holding, yep. it's over. It's, it's yeah. over. You yep. get you, you go home, you put it in a bowl, and you eat it with a spoon, because that's the only yep. way you're going to eat that burrito 100%. without getting half of it on you. So yeah, something about burritos at Chipotle, they just at some point probably you're lucky if you make it halfway through the burrito at some point you're going to have a structural issue so
0: well let's transition to something a little more american and that is (laughs) fully is pretty american (laughs) shut up fn hypotheticals um so again these are all memorial day themed in honor of memorial day which is when we remember the sacrifice that many have made in our country for our freedoms here. We thank you all for that. What is one athlete that you would prefer to remember than to continue to watch play for your team?
1: So if I've got an old yeller, somebody on my team. (laughs) Is that what you're asking? (laughs) Yeah, basically, yeah. All right. Um, As much as I hate to say this because they're a legend – and one of the best players who's ever played for any of my teams, which is the point of this question, I would rather quote unquote remember Miguel Cabrera at this point in his career and just move on. Um I mean you get to this point with like aging superstars on your teams where you know you're gonna when you give them that last big contract, you know those pat last few years are gonna be rough, but that's the price you pay for them in their prime that's fair I mean that's whatever but it yeah. gets to a certain point where I would almost rather continue to pay them and just let him go home and enjoy the money like <laughs> at this point you're a detriment to the team and you're stopping what could be young guys getting playing time on a rebuilding team we're still gonna pay you out the rest of your contract why don't you go back home and enjoy it we don't need you on the roster you know like um so I don't know like I I as a fan i'm like the team's bad anyway let him continue to play just to hit those milestones for uh i think it's is it 500 home runs and uh, 3000 hits 3000 or rbis or whatever yeah like he's going to hopefully we've been saying like he should hit both of those this year but at the way he's playing i don't know if he will and i don't want him back next year like So at a certain point, it's like there's always when you're that good of a player, you're always going to be close to that next milestone. But how long can you let that go on? It's like I know 500 home runs is a big one. But so, yeah, I'm at a point with Cabrera, I think, just about. What about you? Well,
0: my answer is slightly different. Mainly, I'm choosing a player I would like to go away so okay. I'd like to remember them instead of them actually be on my team, and that is Nick Foles. I knew you were going to um, say that once you said that. Started to I, would, I would rather remember Nick Foles as somebody who triumphantly led the Eagles to beat Tom Brady unexpectedly in the Super Bowl yep. than I would like to remember him at all during his as time a as a bear. quarterback.
1: <laughs> that was one of those things where it's like I even wasn't a hater when it happened because I did think he still has upside. He had that big run it probably was the exception and just a magical run where everything yep. happened to fall together, but he's still, that still was recent enough. It's worth another look. Yep. And so I didn't hate it when the bears did it, but now that you've done that and then added Dalton and then now have the quarterback of the future, you have a log jam in that room. And it's just like Foles yep. looks like he should be the odd man out. But with that contract, it's just a tough situation. They can't move them. Yeah. Right. So yeah, that's a good one.
0: Yep. I think Foles is going to be one of those guys that, like, 10 years from now in Chicago sports, Chicago sports fans are going to talk, and somebody's going to joke and be like, oh, yeah, that's like Foles. And people are like, he played. He was on the Bears?
1: Like, <laughs> kind of like Dante Culpepper when I told you he was on the Lions. He was on the Lions? Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> like a guy who's a known name who was a good yep. player, but just will never be known for that team. <laughs> so,
0: exactly. Yeah. That's good. All right. Uh, next question. and this is switching more to strictly memorial day related Mm -hmm. what is your favorite u.s related war to learn about
1: this is a good question so i was a history major i think i mentioned it before on the podcast but what i liked the best was like ancient history medieval history was my favorite and i kind of focused on that like the crusades too going up to that but nothing with u.s history so i mean i still had u.s history classes and everything uh, but it just wasn't my favorite um but out of the u.s wars i think my favorite to learn about was probably the civil war like just because when you look at all the other wars that are like the the biggest or the largest scale whether it's number of deaths or just influence it's normally this country against this one or whatever but like seeing a civil war like a country a war waged within a country be at that scale um like it's just something that it's interesting just because of a stand the way it stands out from all the other yep. major wars in any history so
0: well yeah. it's it's funny because civil war is my answer as well um mm-hmm. I've always enjoyed it, and I think part of it for me is I kind of enjoy that era a little bit. It has mm-hmm. kind of the Cowboys and Indians, Wild West feel to it, um, and it's really, in American history, it's like the last, um, it's like the last close-range war that there is. I mean, there's the Spanish-American War, that was kind of dumb, Um <laughs> no uh,
1: before you get to the stage of like missiles and rockets and all that stuff
0: yeah because even in even in world war one there was a lot more hand grenades available machine guns were starting to become more prevalent
1: trench warfare which was like a whole different thing it was like the last war where you saw huge armies on the battlefield like marching at each other right
0: right um and so i i don't know i always enjoyed studying the civil war i also find it like you said it's Arguably, more interesting to understand the diplomacies of different people within the same country and mm-hmm. different ideologies, and obviously, yep. Obviously, slavery is at the core of it, and obviously, we all know that it's wrong. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, but it still is interesting to read accounts of those that. W- were alive when it all was going down because they have i think they have perspectives that go beyond just slavery as causes for the war mm-hmm. um so i find that interesting um i mean world war ii is honestly kind of an easy answer because there's yeah. so many aspects of world war ii <clears throat> to study about um like you could never be bored with world war ii So that's a very – I mean, for me, it's a close second. It's usually a popular choice for people. Um, After that, for me, it's the Revolutionary War, I I find kind of the birth of a nation.
1: I mean, we would have all agreed on, like, the top three or four. Like, nobody's going to be like, my favorite one is Desert Storm. Like, (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, those are the best ones. Another thing with Civil War that's so great is, like, this is also true of the Revolutionary War, but the Civil War is, like, the biggest – and most recent one that happened on U S soil, like all these other more recent wars, like Vietnam, Korea and all this stuff. Like there's no landmarks I can drive to go see really, you know, yeah, that's cause very true. they all happen. we basically just went to other Offline. countries and destroyed yeah. their countries. So Which <laughs> that's is, the yeah. American way. But um, yeah. So being able to like drive to Gettysburg and stuff like that, like yeah. it's true of the revolutionary war too. There's just less major sites and battlefields because uh, you didn't have the huge scale you did with the civil war so um
0: yeah, yeah and you know the, the civil war also i believe was the last war that we were successful in paying off the debt of i believe every war oh, since then we've been in debt as a nation yeah huh
1: i never even thought about that that's yeah yeah also the american way going into huge debt for wars <laughs> yeah, that yeah. we probably didn't need to fight anyway Merk. all right right, next question um okay so you actually yeah this one you had put here because you were actually looking for suggestions maybe but what is the best military slash war movie um oh man are we talking about specifically american wars still or no because like some of my favorite ones would be like braveheart gladiator Like which aren't American history, Lord you know, of the Rings, right, Star Wars, right,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Harry Potter, right. Because for me, I I guess I'm thinking about historical, I would call it realistic, or hi- historical or historical fiction war movies. So you can include Braveheart if you want to. Mm-hmm. Um, i'm thinking my brain is specifically thinking of american war related movies i like just um, that
1: topic so i'll limit it to that um, and
0: i haven't seen that many that's why i'm asking for suggestions so i'm aware of several but i haven't seen like that many.
1: saving private ryan have you seen yeah that? i've seen that okay Inglorious bastards which that's like yep. a alternative history kind of because at the end they kill hitler which is right. just like funny but uh like that's good or like the patriot with mel gibson is really yep. good um historically inaccurate but very, very historically good. inaccurate so i guess it depends like i like black hawk down a lot is really good um never seen it th- that's worth watching um jarhead never seen american i never sniper, saw that never full metal jacket is a classic but i think never it's kind it. of overrated um oh lone, lone survivor, this isn't an american yeah. i'll mention oh yeah lone survivor that's pretty good uh kingdom of heaven is not an american war movie but it's about the crusades that's probably actually my favorite war movie i just mentioned hmm. that um
0: is there anyone famous in that
1: yeah orlando bloom and then uh liam neeson i like the two main oh, interesting. guys so yeah liam neeson um, is the dad of orlando bloom so, um in real life no, in this movie. <laughs> right. um, um, Red Dawn is good. Like, that's another... Oh, haven't seen it. There's the old one from the 80s, and I actually liked the newer one, which a lot of times remakes... haven't seen it. Yeah, that's true, Rambo. Um,
0: thinking, like, Civil War. Well, hold on. There's one that... Oh, what is it? Um... So I have seen 13 Hours, and that one's really good. Okay. Have you seen 13 Hours? I think I did, but I don't know if I watched the whole thing. And I did watch Whiskey Tango Foxtrot.
1: Oh, dude, I haven't seen that, actually.
0: It was very unexciting, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> Some war um,
1: movies are kind of like that. Like, The Green Zone with Matt Damon. I remember seeing yeah, I that, I think, in that. theaters. I was like, oh, this will be cool. Matt Damon's great. It's a war movie, yeah. and I just remember it being very boring. The uh,
0: Monuments Men. Yeah, a great a great story opportunity and a great cast and an absolutely failed movie. Is that like the one like the, the art is... thief stuff? Yeah.
1: Like it's a cool because it's there's not a lot of movies with that emphasis. So, I could have Well, been and the better. cast had
0: Bill Murray, John Goodman, like it had a lot of like just cool dudes, but they totally wasted it. Um
1: I feel like you'd like this if you haven't seen it, but I'm sure you probably Captain have. Captain America. Oh, right. Do- well, have Woman. you seen Doctor Strange Love? before no you'd like that because it's so like i don't know it's kind of because you like uh like um uh, mel brooks stuff or like yeah monty python it kind of has that feel it's from the 60s and it's like a kind of a parody absurdist comedy kind of thing nice so
0: um oh what was the one i was thinking of the hurt locker i've seen that one that's a
1: good movie yeah i like that
0: it was okay like a lot I don't know, and Master
1: and Commander, but that's not American. That's good.
0: What's the one um, that they came out with that's about the assassination of Bin Laden?
1: Oh, Zero uh, Dark Thirty. Zero yeah, Dark 30. yeah. I've seen that one.
0: Yep, that's good. Um, there's still another one. I I can't remember what it is, but it's one a lot of people talk about, and I haven't seen it, but I can't remember what it is right now. I also haven't seen, like, the Band of Brothers TV show.
1: I never did either. Lone Survivor. Is that the one you're thinking of? No. That's decent. Uh, Mark Wahlberg's in that. Fury is good. I liked that a lot, actually. Hmm. That's newer. That's, uh, it's like, a tank crew in World War II. I actually would really recommend that. That's got... Uh, Brad Pitt is in it. Who's the young... Is Shia LaBeouf in that, too? Yeah, I think he is. He's the young guy, I think. Oh, wait, no. No, it's not Logan Lerman. He's the kid who's in like the Percy Jackson movies oh, and stuff. Oh,
0: Apocalypse Now is the one people talk about. I haven't I seen really want to see that for myself, not only cuz it's interesting, but it's also for literary purposes. Hmm. As an English teacher, it's based on The Heart of Darkness by Joseph Conrad, and I really want to see it. Anyway, hmm. interesting. That's an older older movie. Here, if your recommendation is Fury, my recommendation is one you've probably already seen, but that is Tropic Thunder i've seen clips I, of it i've never you, sat and watched the whole you thing you need to watch think. the whole thing it is so that's the one that funny. people
1: tried to cancel <laughs> robert downey jr for right
0: <laughs> yes which is also stupid because they tried to cancel him like 10 years after i know right came this movie's
1: out. been out for forever yeah i feel like this is one of those movies that if you go yeah, to walmart the they have the five dollar movie bin this movie's <laughs> yeah. always in there
0: <laughs> yeah, but it's it's way better than what that is. like it's no way better i know than the worth it's just like and people make fun of just like- people are so sensitive because like they clearly didn't watch the movie robert Downey jr is not trying to be a black guy the movie like the purpose of his role is he's a white guy playing a black guy and they're making f- like he is a his character is a white actor and in this role this white actor has been hired to play this black soldier. And so he goes through a like skin graft surgery to have black skin and black hair huh. to play this role. Like he's a true method actor. And It's interesting. The purpose like is to make fun of the idea that people wore blackface the people that white people are hired to play these roles like right. the exact reason people were trying to cancel him is the it reason he the had that role making in the first fun of. <laughs> Right. yeah
1: you make a movie as like a commentary on something to mock it and then people try to cancel you for it <laughs> and <laughs> also by the way because of
0: him. people wanting to cancel him i think that's evidence that he did a really good job impersonating a black person <laughs>
1: <laughs> or the fact that a lot of people didn't know for like 10 years yeah oh enemy at the gates you know i'd put mm-hmm. that on there too that's from a, he's a russian soldier but it's world war ii so still relevant so okay yeah that's really good
0: oh dunkirk is pretty good yeah i Not haven't seen American.
1: that i know that that's been uh that's newer right it's a couple of years old yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i want to watch that but that's pretty good well, that's a good, for listeners, if you needed a list of movies, um, yeah, or want to check some out,
0: that's... Yeah, there you go. All right, let right, we've gone long, um, let's, let's do just one more on here. Let's do, assign military rankings to your sports team. So we have okay. private, captain, major, colonel, and general, because we each have five sports teams.
1: So ranking them in, like, most, highest ranked is the one we care most about, I guess? Yes.
0: Okay. The one you show the most respect to, sir.
1: Oh, okay. Why don't you start and like show me how I should be approaching this?
0: So like for me, I would think I think I would go General Bears, Colonel Cubs, um Major Irish captain bulls private blackhawks is probably what i would go
1: okay and so this is based on like how much you care about them or like how much respect they're 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 due because like for me the lions yes. are due the least respect but oh, i would care the most no about the most
0: them. respect from me like i give them because i i just did my, fate, like my order okay <laughs>
1: gotcha yeah. all right i'm gonna go general lions just because I care. But, again, this has yeah. changed throughout the past, which we'll get to when I get to the end. Um, Colonel, I'm going to go Tigers.
0: Sanders. Oh, okay. <laughs> Colonel
1: Sanders. Major.
0: <sighs> Michigan basketball.
1: Oh, yeah. That'd be, like, an extra honor. That I mean, that's, like, the admiral of the whole thing right now. Like, mm-hmm. I care... I'd actually probably put the Lions ahead of them, but because I have a football and a basketball team, I'll keep them out of it. But I would rank them second or like really high. So I'm going to go Lions, Tigers. Then I'm going to go Major Red Wings, but it's close. He just barely got promoted over Captain Pistons. Got it. And then Private oh. used to be a general in the military. Like he was up there he was far and away the highest ranked in my hierarchy very decorated very decorated very um good leader like but honorably dishonorably discharged Michigan Wolverines quite a fall from grace to where i had them ranked even a year but ago but specifically honestly. football correct? specifically football yeah basketball team won't be in these rankings but if i had to rank them they'd be either first or second so, nice yeah football team dishonorably discharged
0: unbelievable
1: Disgraceful.
0: Well, let's finish up here with our silver lining um mine is i mentioned earlier i went to northern wisconsin which is not the promised land by the way but i went up nope. there and i got to visit my grandpa he's he back like five years ago six years ago he moved up there um and it's like a six plus hour drive so we really don't see him very often and with the pandemic we didn't get to see him at all we haven't seen him since christmas 2019 wow we were finally able to come up and see him um so it was just it was just exciting and really good and like my girls hadn't seen him like hazel was two months old when he last saw her um so it was just so that's it was really just cool. so nice to see him. I mean, he's eighty two, and you always worry at you know when they live further away. Yeah, you know, you you treat every time you see them and talk to them like it's the last time, you know. Right. Um, because so, if
1: it's like minor things, you wouldn't make a trip for it until it was more serious, and at that point, it's more serious. So no, I right. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, that's really cool. But
0: yeah, yeah. so that's my silver lining.
1: Yeah. Um, mine, I'm just going to continue with that. They live closer. So I see them more often, but my parents and grandparents, uh, we saw them today. Uh, we're recording this on a Sunday. So we actually, yeah, we both just got back from driving. Um, but yeah, we were gone all day at their house. Uh, got together, had lunch. It was my grandma's birthday today too, actually. So yeah, I had cake and all that for her. And so, yeah, really fun you kind of with COVID and so all that grandma's birthday. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Happy birthday, grandma in the Michigan hat. <laughs>
1: that is actually her legal name. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, kind of similar to what you're saying with COVID having elderly grandparents, things like that, like not being able to see them as much recently. Like you just, it makes you not take that for granted, you know, like, yep. because, whether not that they had major health issues through this whole thing but you're just being sensitive to that they're more high risk so during covid we kind of didn't get together with them as much so yep yeah it makes you just appreciate stuff like that more weather's getting nice again now kind of feels like we're getting back to normal visiting family on holidays like yep just definitely a moment to reflect on uh yeah thankful for chance thankful for
0: that. the freedoms in this country mm Memorial Day. Felt <laughs> like you were about
1: to say something really inspirational, I, I and then it just didn't happen.
0: <laughs> I couldn't think of anything more. Happy Memorial Day, everybody! Merry Christmas, America.
1: America, and that is what we're frustrated about today what about you share your frustrations with us or about us at real fn podcasts on social media or at our email frustration nation at shoot go voice your frustrations leave us a review if you're frustrated that this episode is over because you wanted to hear more be sure to look for new episodes every tuesday and every memorial day everywhere you can get podcasts and be sure to subscribe If you get as frustrated as we do, or you just enjoy hearing us gab, consider supporting us on Patreon for a monthly subscription, or Venmo tip jar for one-time donations. We are on our last legs, we're struggling, your donation could be what keeps this show afloat. Every little bit helps. Even one dollar, which is literally George Washington. That's right. God bless America. Makes a big difference for us. We appreciate the support get out there and frustrate the hate. Disney World. Fuck yeah. porno oh, Fuck yeah. Vallejo. Fuck yeah. Reebok.
2: Fuck yeah. Fake tits. Fuck yeah. Sushi. Fuck yeah. Taco Bell. Fuck yeah. Rodeo. The Fuck yeah.
0: yeah. Wait, no. From the lakes of Minnesota to the hills of Tennessee.
1: Is that the... From New
0: York down to Texas. From sea to shining sea. That's beautiful. Yeah. Then he goes something something down to Houston. <laughs> something <laughs> I don't know what it is. <laughs> new York to LA. There's Keep pride changed. in every American heart. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> no, no, just I just appreciate the... <laughs> I, I just listened to this song today because there's a new... One of the acapella groups I like. They do like acapella country. Wow. They did a version of this song.
1: Is it like anyway. blues?
0: No. Okay it's just country I'm
1: trying to think like what acapella instrumentals would sound like for country songs. It's interesting. I'll
0: show you after we end this episode.
1: <laughs> Sorry, listeners. You can't hear <laughs> <laughs> copyright issues and all. <laughs> <laughs>